When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Farm transition planning has become a bigger conversation topic in this day and age as the average age of farmers has increasingly gone up over the years. These conversations are important to ensuring that we can continue to have farmers within agriculture here in Wisconsin, which is what Wisconsin is known for. I'm Nate Zimdars from the Midwest Farm Report speaking with Mark Schmitz, and he works for DATCAP, and his specialty is in the transition planning for farmers who are looking to pass off their farm to either their next generation or perhaps a new farmer who is looking to get into agriculture. Mark, can you tell me about the work that you are specifically doing to help with transition planning? Yeah, we provide services across the entire state. You know, we'll go to a farmer's kitchen table, whether it's down the road in Stoughton or clear up in Superior, and have some conversations with family members, maybe explore some topics that are a little bit tough to discuss when it's just family who have a long-standing history with each other. Sometimes it's nice just to have a disinterested third party there to give their opinion on some of the thoughts and ideas that the farmers are considering, some of the plans that they laid so far, and their plans for the future. Have you been doing this work for quite a while, or has this topic of conversation only really begun to come up over the last few years? I've been working at DadCap for over two years now, and the Farm Center's been around since the mid-80s, providing these services free of charge to farmers across the state. All the information they share with us is kept confidential, and that's why I think they keep coming back. Do you see a real crisis right now in terms of transitioning farms, and what are the biggest challenges you're seeing as far as that's concerned? Yeah, I think every transition can be a challenge because it's the first time that that family is going through the process. Even if we've seen a similar situation many times before, each situation is unique and it poses its own unique challenges, its own personalities, limitations, goals, and risk tolerances. And so I think it's important to keep in mind that this is this family's first go around on this and it's a very important decision for them and to treat it with the utmost respect and care. What are the biggest obstacles that a family going through a transition process needs to work through where they could use the support that you offer? I think having clear lines of communication is one of the things that we can help out the most. Sometimes just getting the ball rolling with some of those tough conversations among family members, different generations. Sometimes there's three or four even generations involved in a transition plan, off-farm spouses, and things just become a snarl in a hurry. So helping keep those conversations on track and productive. It's an art and it's a science and it's something that I'm excited to help with and learning more about every farm that I visit. Does it seem as if there's a certain demographic with the clients you work with? Is it mostly farmers transitioning to the next generation and it's just one person in that next generation? Is it that farmer trying to figure out how they can incorporate several kids into it? Or is it farmers looking for somebody perhaps off farm who will take over their farm so it continues to run? We get different makes and models of all different types across the state. And I think it's probably more common that farmers are looking to transition to one of their heirs or one of their children and a spouse. But, you know, sometimes there's multiple siblings involved and there's always different personalities and there's challenges that each one of those situations poses. So it's different every time, that's for sure. 
And what do you think is the most important thing for not only the farmer who's looking to transition, but the one who wants to take over the farm to keep in mind as they begin this process? Yeah, just understanding the finances behind the transition and having fairly clear expectations of what each person involved in the transition is looking for and what they need for their retirement or what they need to raise a family on. And where's that money going to come from? Are there changes that need to be made to the operation? And if there are changes that need to be made, who's going to make those decisions? Those are all tough things to figure out, and they could be obstacles to really implementing a successful plan. Can you tell me how big of a team do you have to work with the farmers that are seeking out your services? Well, we currently have six members. We just hired our new herd-based diagnostics veterinarian on, so we're really happy to have Lene on board. That's a program that offers veterinary-grade consulting services to farmers who are having herd-wide health-based problems so they can get another set of eyes on their operation. We also have a farmer wellness program, and then myself and two other consultants do the transition planning and financial advising work, in addition to our mediation program that we all chip in on, but Kevin leads the effort on that program. How long of a process is it typically from the time someone reaches out to you to the time you help them find the solution they're looking for? Every farm is different. We try to get out to the farm within a couple weeks of the initial phone call, depending on the time of year and the farmer's schedule. The farmer really steers the ship throughout this process. We're willing to be as involved or you know, step back from the process as the farmer would like. Sometimes we meet with the farm a dozen times. Sometimes we only meet once and that's all the help that they need. Sometimes farmers come back after a few months or even after a few years after they take some steps to move their plan forward and want to have some further conversations and bounce some ideas off us. So every situation is different. We're willing to be there as little or as much as the farmer wants, and they're the ones in charge. We just provide our opinions and our expertise and our experience to their situation. From your experiences so far supporting farmers, does it always end in a successful transition, or have there been times perhaps where things shift during the time that you get involved and you provide the support that they've asked from you? Every situation is different, and it really depends on how one defines success. I really try to focus on the people involved rather than the farm itself. The farm will be there, and the people and their relationships are what's most important to me, and preserving them, even if there has to be a liquidation of the farm, if that's what everybody decides is best, sometimes that's just what's best. So if you classify that as a failure, I would challenge you to think about the people involved and what they decided was best for their lives. Most of the transitions that you've worked through, does it seem as if it's from one generation to the next and that next generation is a younger farmer, say in their 20s or 30s, or are we looking at perhaps a slightly older demographic? Yeah, I would say in general, most of the farms that we work with kind of fall into that camp. Of course, there are some times where there's the owner generation in their 90s and their children are in their 60s and their grandkids who are in their 30s or 20s and sometimes great-grandchildren that are aspiring to be in the operation. But I would say most of our clients kind of fall in that 60 to 70 years old range, and uh, a lot of the successor generations are, are in their 30s or maybe early 40s, late 20s, somewhere in that window. Are there any financial support that you offer folks who are going through this process, or is it simply conversational? Is it walking through and providing the institutional knowledge that you have? 
Well, one of the things we pride ourselves on at the Farm Center is connecting people with resources that are out there. We don't have money to lend. We don't have grants to administer in the Farm Center, but we do have a well-developed Rolodex of contacts, whether it's FSA or NRCS for their grant programs or other state agencies. We really try to provide that connection from farmers to resources that can help them out. Transitioning a farm from one generation to the next can bring up difficult conversations. It can make those involved in the process really think about what they're doing and where they want the future of the farm to go. And while that may never be easy, there are people who are there to support farmers who find themselves in those situations. And that's exactly what Mark is doing through the work that he does with financial planning and transition planning at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Nate Zimdars.